0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unraveling with me, your host, Nikki. Last night was a full moon, or still is currently a full moon, in Aries. I just learned. (laughs) And so Aries is a fire sign and Mercury is in retrograde. That's not really what I'm trying to get into, but anytime there's Mercury in retrograde, I feel like there's a lot of shit going on. It's chaotic, but that's where change happens. And it's a full harvest moon. And I'm just ecstatic. Last night, I really dug into my creativity. I was writing this paper. And I don't know, it was just well, actually this cover letter. And I really was so passionate about it about what i was writing and the moon was really it was very present and i could feel its energy and i'm such a night owl so i just i don't know it was it's hard to explain without sounding crazy but after i read after i wrote my letter i read this book which I am trying to finish by in two weeks and there's like 400 pages I'm on 90 <laughs> I'm on 90 but this chapter is called distraction and this book is about to create okay let me just read you the title it's called the creative act a way of being I'm on the chapter distraction and basically let me give you guys a little context of why I got this book. I was in Cincinnati, Ohio, and that's where I got this book. And, you know, I have been feeling this weight of, um, of just, what's the right word for it? I just haven't felt inspired. And so I got this book to kind of find some, advice and ways to discover or rediscover my creativity again and let me just read you guys a little passage distraction is one of the best tools available to the artist when used skillfully in some cases it's the only way to get to where we are going Um, let's read you guys another one which i really really love this is the last I read you the first sentence is the last of this chapter. Distraction is not procrastination. Procrastination consistently undermines our ability to make things. Distraction is a strategy in service of the work. And I feel like distraction makes us realize different things about ourselves. Beneath lies the truth we painfully want to release because in terms of distraction, you've heard it time and time again For me, We use different things such as media, people, and things to distract us from how we truly feel. And it's so painful to release that when it takes a lot out of us. It takes a lot out of us. And some of us just aren't ready to face that truth. And that's why we distract ourselves sometimes disengaging is the best way to engage and in terms of trying to rediscover my creativity that spark trying to light that flame i have put myself in a lot of positions where i try to bring that creativity out of me again to find that creativity that spark and that drive for me to create something again that passion i haven't found that in a while and I felt like this past year I've been going to art museums, I have been immersing myself in nature, I have been doing so many things to spark that creativity to really inspire me. I've been putting myself in environments where I was trying to inspire i was trying to feel inspired and i don't know this past year just feels like kind of a journey of trying to find that part of me again because even going to museums i you know there's a lot of beautiful artwork but still i felt this numbness i just felt like i was on autopilot something was missing i was just trying to do so many things, focus on different things to, you know, tap into that creativity. And I love how this book talks about this little sentence, this little, this little saying saying sometimes disengaging is the best way to engage. I didn't really realize it then, but now realizing that you know disengaging from the world from the media from everything is the best way to engage because i feel like we're surrounded by so many things that distract us we're overstimulated and we become numb to the things around us i'm guilty of that i feel like a lot of things are shoved into our faces a lot of heavy stuff and we become numb to the things around us. I mean, working at the bank, I was dealing with a lot of angry customers, a lot of crazy stories, a lot of heaviness, deaths, divorce. And I heard that so often, I just became numb to it. I tried to, you know, be genuine, but I had to stay professional and just say the usual, I'm so sorry you know, what can I do for you? How can I help you with this transaction? It was repetitive. And I feel like that carried on after I quit that job. You know, I think that's, I now looking back at it, I'm pretty sure that's why I went through this really long phase of feeling numb because that job made me so desensitized to the world around me. And, you know, it was because a lot of people were trauma dumping, and I just wasn't in the right headspace to receive all of that. I have a capacity and it was so full and I was very overly stimulated. Information is so accessible nowadays, you know, from the internet. We can easily learn different recipes. We know the answer to anything, basically. That we lost the beauty of curiosity. The fact that information is so accessible, we lost the beauty of curiosity. As a child, I was such a curious, curious little girl, and I wanted to know what, I was in love with words. I was always curious as to what they meant, and given English isn't my my first language, it's my second language, I was so curious about how different words meant. I love discovering new words. And I was curious about the world, about what was outside of where I currently was, my little hometown. And I would go out and explore. I would go outside and play with the wildflowers. I would go and jump on top of hay bales. I would have fun. I felt free. It was good to not know everything. The the beauty of not knowing so much is an art. It's a way of living because when you know so much of the world, it can get heavy and a lot of people are disappointed and life isn't as remarkable and as beautiful as it once was when you, well, you know, it has its degree. But I felt like when we were younger, we just weren't so aware of everything around us. We were more playful. We allowed ourselves to laugh and to be silly. Nowadays, it seems like life has gotten serious because everything that's going on. It's hard to fully allow myself to be happy without feeling guilty. And, you know, with everything going on with social media being so accessible, I feel like. A lot of their goals, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, especially, their main goal is to keep us engaged um, by hiring these influencers, by creating um, shorter TikToks or shorter reels that keep people engaged. I feel like we're always, they're always trying to keep us engaged, keeping our minds occupied, that we forget to unravel our minds. And I feel like a lot of these social media platforms are pushing our um, limits to how much we can hold in our minds, and they want to keep us distracted. I really feel that. And I, you know, I'm guilty of it because I wake up, I'm trying to break this habit of waking up and going on my phone, checking on my notifications. I am really trying to break that habit because I've noticed like it's very prevalent. I do it every morning and that's not how I wanna wake up. So that's another thing I have realized and I'm trying to stay aware and awareness doesn't just come once in your life. It's like, oh, once you are aware, you're like, you know so much about this world. Awareness comes and goes. Yes, you can be aware of the world around you, but there's so much more out there to be aware of. And I don't know, it's just, you realize so many different things and phases of your life, it's never ending. So it's important to be open to learning and open to new information and not completely disregarding or disbelieving anything just because of how you heard it, because stories change. It's like playing telephone, you know? And I made a little note on here. I've tried so many things to bring back my creativity in a state of numbness because I didn't realize how, how overstimulated I was. I've learned that it's okay to indulge in the beauty of disengaging and disconnection until we center and feel ourselves again and let me elaborate on that a little bit more like i mentioned earlier i went to museums to feel inspired and i was in a state of numbness i didn't have any passion um, or this feeling of excitement within me i was just simply observing i was on autopilot and I feel like I'm the type of person who likes to keep things in order and keep things clean and organized, so my apartment, my room is always very clean, and I am trying to allow myself to let loose and allow myself to be a little bit messier, not messier, but just messy, you know, and not always clean my room every day. I, since I'm a flight attendant, I am always on the go, and so my room looks like a storm went through it most sometimes, you know, and I have a habit of just, like, cleaning it up right away, even though I'm, like, on the way to my trip, but now I'm allowing myself to, you know, to just be, to just simply be, and not always clean up and organize and allow myself to just be, be a little bit messy and allow myself to um, disengage because my mom was always, every time I drive with my mom, my mom's like, focus on the road, focus on the road. She's just not used to i don't know she wants me to drive like 30 miles per hour i swear but i feel like so many things are trying to get our attention trying to keep us engaged that we don't really allow our minds to rest we don't allow our minds to unravel our thoughts and the purpose of this um podcast why I made it is so I could create a space and a platform to unravel my thoughts and my minds hopefully inspiring others my beloved listeners to allow your mind to rest to indulge in the beauty of disengaging and disconnecting from social media from things that are distracting you from things that make you feel like you're not good enough from things that make you feel like you need to constantly be proving yourself to someone or to some, you know, to social media. And I feel like these creators, the people who made Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok, made it their goal to keep us in a competition with each other to get um who has the most followers who has the more li- who has more likes and i feel like we're always in this race with each other and it's very toxic that's i feel like there's a different word i'm trying to use but that's one of them and some ways i'm trying to disengage now i am going to try that um i've made a little list to allow myself to disengage and that's um staying away from certain medias that only focus on like the craziness the craziness and the chaotic Um, and I've just been slowly unfollowing a lot of news outlets. I have also been allowing myself to read more books. I have also allowed myself to take more naps when I need to rest when I need to. I am also trying not to, um, go on my computer as much because I feel like I you know when you're in school or college I feel like you always have something to do they make it they create the system so you always feel like you have something to do you know um, they're trying to prep us for the workforce and if you've had a job you know that if you've ever complained oh there's nothing to do in front of your manager they will quickly find something for you to do. And they're like, I'll find you something to do. There's always something to do. And so they've engraved that in our minds at an early age. And so I feel like it's hard for us to relax. It's hard for us to allow ourselves to relax without feeling guilty. And so I, even just yesterday, I went for a walk out to the lake and I was just sitting on the dock reading this book this book that I bought yesterday, it's a children's book, it's called Noticing. Um, I have to find the author. I'll link it or I'll I'll type it in the caption once I find it. But this book is called Noticing and basically this children's book inspired me to write again. And I was sitting on this dock reading this children's book with my headphones and listening, listening to some music and this book starts out with a young girl who who has a conversation and says, I don't, basically, let me try to get a summary of this without telling you guys a whole story, but basically she meets this old lady and she teaches this girl about the little things, um, noticing the world around us. Um, For example, there's two people looking at the same mountain. One person could look at that mountain and perceive it as a huge challenge. Another person could perceive it as greatness, as a mountain existing, taking up space rightfully. Another person, like I said, could be seeing it as a challenge, as a lot of work and dangerous. It's really about no one can tell you how you feel right and just like how we see that mountain no one can tell you what that mountain looks like i mean yes you can they can tell you about the features and everything but they can't tell you how to feel in a way they everyone has a different perspective everyone sees things differently Is what i'm trying to get at this book is just such an inspiring book it's very beautiful and simple and honest and i I really it's not sponsored but i highly recommend you guys read this book and tap into your inner child and you know this couple pages and it talks about how they were looking at the clouds and the old woman says she sees a horse a dragon breathing fire and she says oh i just see clouds and so i put the book down i look up and then i started cloud watching looking at different shapes and faces i always see a lot of faces and i feel like we need more of that we need more moments of just simply existing no judgment and yes there is a lot of people walking by on the sidewalk, but I was just in my own little world, in my own little space, admiring that moment and admiring that space I was in, the clouds and the sky, the boats around me, the water. And that's the best way to find your focus is to disengage and to, simply be, simply exist in your own space without feeling this pressure of having to do certain things to find your focus. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I do. It's a beautiful rainy rainy day. It's currently 8.34 a.m. and today I woke up with thunder and lightning, and that's the best way. That's my f- my favorite alarm clock. <laughs> Even though I'm not um, planning on, I didn't set an alarm for anything today. That is my favorite alarm, is waking up to thunderstorms and lightning. It's just very powerful and very homey to me. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Have a beautiful Friday take care of yourselves, or go out, party, do whatever you need to do to release, release, and allow yourselves, you know, don't forget to unravel your thoughts and your mind, and always remember to take a deep breath. Slowly and all connected we are one (laughs) i'm just romanticizing this moment right now but anyways i love you guys stay tuned and i hope to see you in another episode soon i hope that the love you receive you radiate onto others and become that light that they need i love you i'll see you later